Hey y'all, thanks for tuning into the Nintendo Drive. If you're hanging out with us on YouTube, be sure to like the video, subscribe to our channel, and ring the bell icon so you never miss an episode. Or if you're getting cozy and listening to us on your podcast feed, make sure you're following and leaving us nice reviews. You can also support the show on Patreon and pick up some awesome merch. Links to those and more are in the description, but let's get the show started. Oh my goodness, we're here. We're Seanless tonight. Sean is uh Sean is dead, everybody. He died. That's what happened. <laughs> no, he's a uh, he's he's gonna be okay. He's sick. Sean's out sick. Uh he and I think this is a direct quote. I think he said something to the effect of like, I have a vortex of razor blades in my throat or something like that. Yeah. He said something crazy to yeah. that effect. Yeah. Basically <laughs> his throat has given out on him. He is his throat unalived. He's still alive, but his throat was like, no, no, thanks. His moneymaker. Yeah, his moneymaker. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he is. Sean Capri is in the chat, by the way. So I, I was pretty much that that theory was fake news pretty quickly. Um, but we're here. Lockleth and I were here. Sean says he's dead after swallowing a bag of razor blades. So there you go. There's your update <laughs> on Sean's health. Um, yeah, we, we wish him all the best, obviously. Get better, Sean. He's uh, probably laid up on his old man couch playing neon white or something like that right now. Who knows? Kevin, we are in the same mindset. Kevin in the chat was all that Halloween candy. I literally was thinking like, oh, you just went the direct opposite. Like you went straight horror night with the spooks of Halloween candy. Like Sean Sean went straight for the razor blades. He's like, just forget the candy. Let's just (laughs) let's just eat this. It's good for Bypass your health. the candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What it was when, um, maybe you saw some of this too when you were younger. Uh, it was like anthrax was the big scare when I was a kid. Did you ever hear any of that? I feel like it sounds familiar, but if I, if I probably wasn't made aware of those scares, it was probably my pa- mm-hmm. my mom. Cause I'm sure if there, if there was a scare, my mom was well aware of it. <laughs> like overprotective, very very paranoid parent so yeah if if anyone was aware it was probably her and she probably didn't tell us on purpose so that we weren't freaking out (laughs) gosh yeah well um we're we're we are here we are not uh we are not sick tonight lockleth are here and i are here uh holding down the fort we miss you too sean um we wish you could be here tonight but that's okay we're here um and you know we actually have a we have a lot of like questions from the community. I feel like this was kind of fortuitous because we would <laughs> we would normally be trying to think of like some kind of topic to like anchor the show down to, but we actually have a lot to get into tonight. So, what have you been playing? What have you been up to? What's going on in Lockless World? <laughs> I've been playing a lot of things, and if anyone's following my actual YouTube channel, I've been playing more difficult games. So, last week was yes. Celeste. I played Celeste. This week, later this week, will be uh, Death's Door. So I played, been playing those difficult games. <laughs> pro gamer, cozy gamer, to pro gamer. I'm trying. I'm trying to do something. It's it's hilarious. Uh, those that come out of the woodwork with um, people that probably aren't subscribed, 
that comment on those two videos that I've done so far that are giving me pointers. <laughs> very helpful. Very helpful. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually helpful. Like they gave me Good. some pointers on Hollow Knight. So next time I play it, I'm going to test some stuff out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun. When, when it's not like the community and it's like some random person, I've never seen their name before and they comment. Um, and it's log. I'm like, oh, okay. This person's yeah. played. They have a story to tell. This is a mean one. <laughs> they, either they're going to be mean or they're going to say something actually relevant to the the, the game here. Um, yeah. But they've all everyone's been so helpful. <laughs> they're helping Good. out the poor cozy gamer who's trying to just it's a nice change of pace. Know, right? <laughs> who's just trying to climb this frozen mountain? You know, you know all the things. Uh, it's been going well. It's been going well. But I've also picked up. Uh, or I played the demo early access to a game called The Star Named EOS. Um, oh yeah, that looks really cool. It is. It's like a point and click, like adventure puzzle type of game. Um, very short demo. I actually was like craving more, which was probably mostly the point. But like Steam Next Fest is in like a couple weeks or in a week or something yes. like that. So the demo will be released uh, that week. So thanks to the you know. Fern over at Player Two PR, who gave me the code to try it out early. Uh, super fun game, you know. Definitely cozy. Yes. <laughs> Back in my comfort zone. Um, we should have a counter in the comments, by the way. Like, if you're watching the YouTube.com/slash Carpool Gaming, count how many times I put up a peace sign tonight, because I feel like that needs to be a counter, because I've done it at least five times already. But <laughs> yes, the star named EOS. Super fun. The music was really nice. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm excited. It's slated to come out on PC for sure sometime this year, but uh, I'm hoping it comes to Switch. I think it would work well on the Switch. So yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful. Fingers crossed. Definitely. So you, so essentially you just got to play like the Steam Next Fest demo early? Yeah. Like that was what it was? Mm -hmm. Nice. I'm I'm definitely um, looking forward to Steam Next Fest. And I, I love... I, I always love to do those. I like to play demos for um, for games that are coming to Switch. But like the problem is, and I, this is a gripe that I've always had, I want them to make like a repository on Steam Next Fest of just what other platforms those games are coming to. Like that would be so helpful to me because what I wind up doing is I look through the demos and there's like got to be hundreds of demos yeah. on there. And I'm literally just like digging through these and seeing if one's interesting to me and then Googling and trying to see if it's coming to switch. Yeah. It's not ideal. No, 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 just, no. just put it all together. So man, we've got a lively chat tonight. We got a lot of like people <laughs> who we don't normally get to see. Shout outs to Tim from the Nintendo dads is here. Daniel Hinojosa, one of my favorite people on this planet is here. Josh Stapleton. Oh my gosh. Robbie, Bobby Miller. Hey everybody. Lively chat here you, on youtube.com you slash carpool gaming. You say lively, but a lot of it's Sean. <laughs> There's a lot True. of there's a lot of blue, a lot of Sean Capri in the chat <laughs> saying all the things. <laughs> Is Lockleth drinking and Nintendo driving? Um, uh, because no comment. Because you're sick, Sean. <laughs> I decided to take my vitamins, so I'm drinking apple juice. Apple juice. Mm. There you go. Is that what that is yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Is it actually apple juice? Okay, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> this is really. Let's be honest. The Nintendo Drive is actually just the pre Nintendo Drive post show. Mm. Is really what it is. Mm -hmm. So basically, that's, that's where we're at. yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> I had I had a little something with my dinner, so I'm just you know continuing that theme. But what have you been playing? It's not all about me. What have you been playing? Uh, a lot, a lot of things. So, um. 
I am hopelessly addicted to Pocket Card Jockey right on. Uh, for those who don't know, Pocket Card Jockey is a 3DS game. Uh, the 3DS eShops talked about this on the show recently. The 3DS eShops closing in like two months now, yeah. which is crazy. Um, and that's one of the games we're losing. So what they've done is they've made kind of a sequel for Apple Arcade. So now I can play Pocket Card Jockey on my phone and it's it's rough. It's rough, dude. Like being the game itself is great, but oh. it's rough that that I'm like so addicted to it. I have probably already it came out uh on Friday. I've already put like 12 hours into it. Like it's bad. Uh I'm in bad shape. I I'm I it's it's very harmful for my productivity. Um for those who have never played Pocket Card Jockey, this is uh, a a game where you race horses by playing solitaire um, and you then level up those horses like an RPG, gain skills, breed the horses after they reach retirement age to pass those skills on to your young horses that you then race and you rinse and repeat and it's this addictive gameplay loop. And now it's on my phone. Send help. That's kind of where I'm at. Solitaire too? Yeah, it's solitaire. And you basically do it in phases. So like you start the um you start the race out and you play solitaire to like gain energy for your horse to take into the race. And performing well in the solitaire portion of the game improves your horse's mood and stuff. Um yeah, it's just really it's really, really addictive. And having it on my phone now is just like it's crazy. <laughs> and they've done such a good job like porting it to to the phone. I'm I'm really happy with it. Too, you have Apple Arcade. Too easy of just, access. Just yeah, it's like, it's right there. Like before, I would at least have to grab my 3DS or whatever, and there's like a little bit of a window, like a barrier, but now it's just always there. It's just in my pocket at all times. A true pocket card jockey. I was about to say that, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. I, I actually, um, I played a game that I think you would like, which is A Space for the Unbound. Mm-hmm. Um. I think you'd like this one. This is um, from an Indonesian studio called Mojiken Studio, who made another game that I think you would really like called um, When the Past Was Around. Um, they, same developers. They've been working on this game for like six, seven years. And it's this game where you play as this guy. I think his name is Atma. And he's like, he's he's going, he, it takes place in, in, in like the 90s Indonesia. Um, so there's a lot of like kind of nostalgic you know, stuff going on. Um, but he has this girlfriend who has like supernatural powers and he is given the ability to like dive into people's minds and help them solve their problems. Um, it's like gorgeous pixel art. It's got some cozy vibes, nostalgic vibes. I think you would like it. I think you would like it. Yeah. If you played it. I think you played it for all in, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I saw yeah, I put a I put a video up. I don't know if I watched the whole like video. I think I probably fell asleep. But uh it looked Fair. it looked interesting. I was watching late at night. That's just how I do. I always watch YouTube videos yeah. all the time. Um but it did look very interesting. And I meant to mention earlier the star named EOS was created by the same people that made Behind the Frame, if anyone's heard of that game as right. well. I wanted to put that out there. So if you've liked that game, I'm sure there's some similarities with that as well. So I, I I totally forgot about that, but I do have, what was that other game you said that they made? The one that you played? Uh, when the past was around. So I do have that game. Yes. I just haven't played it yet, but I have it. What a game. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for you to play that. That game is so good. That game is so good and precious and just sweet. And yeah, you're going to love that game. 
Um, so, and they, they actually have in a space for the unbound, there's a really good, uh, reference mm. to when the past was around, which is nice. So anyway, I really, really like it. And it's actually long. Like normally when you play these kind of indie games, two, three hours, maybe, you know, I'm already like six hours into this thing. It's like pretty decent, you know, length to it. And the story is just really gripping. Like I just it's like a good book. Like, I just don't want to put it down. Like, I want to just see where the story goes. Um, so I, I've definitely enjoyed that. I really want to shout out, though, SteamWorld Build. That's oh, yeah. what I really want to shout out. Oh, my gosh, this game. And actually, let me bring in a question that we got related to this so we can kind of tie this all in together here. Because we had a question from my good friend and everybody's good friend, Tim A. from the Nintendo Dads, Nintendo Dad number four. Uh, Tim says, what did you think of this week's SteamWorld Telegraph announcement? Are you into city builders? Did you try the SteamWorld build demo on Steam? He, a bunch of SteamWorld related questions. So did you watch the SteamWorld Telegraph presentation thing? Do you care about SteamWorld at all? I had never heard <laughs> of it, nor do I know what it was. I just, I just know that that was something that Bobby really loved. Or was yes. really into. I did watch your like hour playthrough. That was, it a, was a long. That was a long video from you, by the way. But I did watch it because yeah. I was I was very curious to know what it was about. Um, but it seems to be like a city builder type of thing. I'm assuming is from what I could gather. Very much so. Uh, the very much the so. look of the game looked really nice, though. I will say, like it looked yeah big, it big looked, shout outs. Yeah, it looked different than what I, I've seen before. It, it very much is. And uh, and big shout out, Sean here in the chat points out, um, I, I don't want to mispronounce their name, but somebody from the developer um, who they used to be Image and Form back in the day. The SteamWorld franchise, Lockleth, has been going on for a long, long time mm. um, since the DSiWare days. Oh, and okay. and they've been so they've been together for is it pronounced like Brian? OK, great. Uh, so Sean says it's pronounced like Brian. Um, so Bobby, as you said, was a massive fan and, uh, and and so there was this kind of, I think Mark the Canardian initially positioned it like, hey, Bobby was a huge fan of, of the SteamWorld series. Can we, like, what do we have to do to get an NPC, like, named after Bobby? Like, some way to honor Bobby's memory. And Brian at uh, Image and Form, now Thunderful, uh, did say, like, he was like, yeah, like, I'll, I'll throw it to the team and, and see what they say or whatever. And then the next morning he was like, yeah, everybody's on board. Uh, it won't be in SteamWorld Build because SteamWorld Build doesn't really have NPCs. And I think it's also probably pretty far along. Um, and oh, so Sean gives a little bit of context too. Bobby actually met Brian back in the day. It changed so much for Bobby to meet a developer like that. So um, so they have like said that they're going to uh, in tribute to Bobby, name an NPC in a future SteamWorld game after him, which is just so awesome. Oh, like yeah. what a great, what a great, tri I mean, he would be so thrilled to be a part of a SteamWorld game. Are you kidding me? So yeah. really cool. So Lockleth, SteamWorld is a franchise. It's like a steampunk kind of mm -hmm. franchise. Um, and what they do is they take genres and they essentially kind of give them a little bit of a twist. So SteamWorld Dig is like their twist on a Metroidvania. Um, you know, SteamWorld Heist is their twist on like an, an XCOM. SteamWorld Quest is their twist on like a card game or whatever. And now SteamWorld Build is their twist on a city builder. And 
they have always, they, they tackle genres that I don't normally really like mm-hmm. and make me like them. And that's what has happened here. And is it because so. of that steampunk, like, change to it that makes you like it more? It's, <laughs> it's that. I do like steampunk stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but like, it's just the way that they take the, like, genres that are normally kind of, like, nerdy and kind of, like, um prohibitive like genres that normally i wouldn't be into that normally kind of are like ah, eh, it's a little too much even for me and they just make it like accessible mm. in a way so i've played like sim city and stuff like this in the past and it's never vibed with me um too many menus too many like resources yeah. and stuff like it just I'm just I'm just out, you know what I mean? And I'll I'll play it for a little bit and it just never clicks. And then playing this, just the way they've simplified it, the way everything like feeds into other things, um, it just it just really, really struck me. I want to shout out this comment here from Sean though. Sean says Image and Forum has supported Bobby so much over the years. I want to say they provided hundreds of codes for gaming with uh, gaming for guru, our fundraiser for Bobby's hospital bills. So yeah, I mean, these are obviously like amazing developers, supportive, caring people um, who just make good games, man. Like all the SteamWorld games are just quality. Mm-hmm. Like all of them are quality. Um, and they just have this way of just making me care about a genre I wouldn't normally care about. I'm not into the tycoons. I'm not into the Sim Cities or whatever. Yeah. That seems like something you would maybe be well, into. Have you ever played them? You would think, but like my brother would play like the Sim City like games like the old school ones from way back when and like i was so lost like i knew like the premise and like what it was but like you said like the menus bit it was just too much for my pigeon brain to deal with (laughs) too much pigeon brain yeah i I like games like the sims where you can like manage like a little household and like tell these people like to you know go eat and do like mundane tasks for some reason that was fun plus the decorating aspect of it of course but when you go like too, you're you're too far out. There's too much. There's too many slices, yeah. as Sean would say, with taking care <laughs> of an entire city. Like that's just too much. Too much for me. Yeah, it, it normally is for me too. And there's a couple things that like make this. First of all, again, it's the way they've simplified it. It's the way that like the things just make sense. Like if you need to do engineering related task. Then, then you upgrade one of your workers to an engineer. Cool. Like, that makes sense to me. And it's very, like, quick and snappy to do that. Um, and then it's also the layers to it. So eventually you unlock, like, the mines. So on mm. the top level, you have, like, your city. And then on the bottom level, you have your mines. And the things that you're doing in the mine feed into what's happening in the city. So, like, it all just is very, like... Like everything has a purpose and and that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, I got totally sucked into it. Like you said, over an hour, yeah. I think it's like an hour 15 or something of the video that I made. That's long for me. I try to keep it 30, 45 minutes. That's a long video for me. And then Tim was saying he played it for like four hours. So like I found myself just getting very, very sucked into it. In, in a way that I don't normally with this kind of stuff. And I knew I would. I mean, it's, it's SteamWorld. I basically give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, the, the, the actual presentation, this was basically the only thing they announced Mm. in the presentation was build. It's coming later this year to PC and switch. Uh, really interested to see how the switch version is going to work because the, the demo does not have controller support. You can only play with mouse and keyboard. So 
I'm going to be curious to see how it works with the controller. Um, but yeah, you know, so the presentation itself, I was kind of met on, but the, the game, the game's good. I, I would be so fascinated to see what you think of it. Or if then you it's on it. Steam. I can download the demo and play it. Yeah. I might try it out. Free demo. I saw that Bowser yeah. and a few others are now playing and they're like super hyped about it too. I was like, ah, do I try it? Bowser loves it. Now that I like uh, playing this game that I just played, the star named EOS, like I never use Steam. Like I have a Steam account. I've, I've had one for a couple years now, but I never yeah. use it because I always expect my computer to not be able to handle it which you know <laughs> it depends on the game um so we'll see how that one runs but uh i'll have to i'll have to check it out i think this this it's free i've opened it back up again the, the steam stuff like i'm like oh there's actual <laughs> demos of things yes. i can try especially with steam next fest coming up i'm curious to see yes what uh what other games to try out so i'll have to check it I out i can't wait can't wait for steam next fest it's bowser approved that's right <laughs> Um, so Tim has a couple of questions related to this. He says, do you have a favorite steam world game? You'd never played them. Mm -mm. Um, my favorite one is probably heist or dig Two. Um, I really like steam world heist steam world heist. The music of it was done by, um, by this band, this band that I really like called steam powered giraffe. Uh, we danced to one of their songs at, at uh, our wedding. I, I really, the song honeybee is really sweet. Um, heist is probably my favorite. Uh, and then Tim says, and finally, what other type of genre should the SteamWorld series dive into? I was thinking of a Tamagotchi type game where you have to build and take care of your own SteamWorld robot that can also dig and find treasures for you to use or sell for customizing the robot's home, your home, or the road. Tim just designed a game, yeah. basically. And that sounds <laughs> wonderful, by the way. Like That sounds rad. Anything Tamagotchi like yeah. type, I'm here for it. And a little, I'd be into a that little one, like steampunk, like robot. Heck yeah, give me that. <laughs> is, is there is there a type of genre like that you would want to see steampunkified? Have they done like a farming sim? No, this is the closest they've come to yeah. it. Is is this? Yeah, Sean says SteamWorld Super Meat Boy, SteamWorld platformer. It is kind of funny that they haven't done anything with that. I was because the way I view SteamWorld is this is a franchise that takes a genre that I don't like and makes me like it. So I'm like, give me a SteamWorld sports game, mm. you know, because I don't normally like sports games, but they could make me like it. You know what I mean? So I'd be interested in seeing Like that. an American football like game, yeah. but they have like SteamWorld hockey. all steampunked out like uniforms. <laughs> be kind of sick. I'd be kind of down for it. With the goggles that they have to <laughs> take off the top of their helmet and put on their face. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would be into that. But um let's let's move into we had something we wanted to cover before we got into any of these other mm. questions, right? Where where is this? The is the Jack's Pacific thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh I had the tweet open. Yeah, it's essentially what happened was they revealed um the the like first look at the Jack's Pacific Mario movie toy line, uh which was kinda which, which was kind of funny because we see it's it's what I think it's Peach with an umbrella, mm -hmm. Mario with a plunger, Luigi with a flashlight, and then Toad with a frying pan. Yeah, is what we're looking at here. Right? And like all of their like um, joints, like you look, it looks like you can move, like yeah. all of their little joints, specifically with Mario and Luigi. It looks better than the McDonald's toys. I'll, I'll say that. Oh, that's not saying much. 
I did get, I got Bowser, oh, actually. Really? And look at how lame this thing is. The fire you looks like a, little, a bottle. You take the spike on his back and the fire spins. Mm. And that's what it does. That's the toy. That's something special right that's there. That's the toy, kids. That's something special. <laughs> I mean, it's better than Peach, which literally is just a top. And that's... like the the bottom, like that she's supposed to spin on, is so shallow that she doesn't really she doesn't even spin unless mine got broken off. Like it's there's nothing, so shallow. It's yeah, it's not good. Like, am I still going to own them all? Yeah, but it's not good. I'm upset. My McDonald's they now have um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Black Panther toys. What? Yeah, I went the other day just to get a toy. I was like, oh, which one do you have? They said, oh, we just have Black Panther now. I was like, what? So either they had That's... them like in storage, like from like when maybe Wakanda when it came out, and maybe yeah. they had some of those still left. They're... Yeah, that was that was the old toy. That was from like November yeah. or something like that. <laughs> I was I was very I was V upset about it. But yeah, Jack Specific, they're they shared like a they're doing a partnership with Illumination and Nintendo, um, bringing to market the toy line for the highly anticipated film the mario the mario movie so yeah they look interesting they look they i just want something different i've been <laughs> i just want something this, these mcdonald's something these mcdonald's toys are not cutting it these ain't it this ain't it they ain't it mm -mm. no and i want i, I kind of really want this toad with the frying pan it's kind of the toad's the best looking it's one. It's kind of cute. The toad is the yeah. best looking one. He's got the full backpack and from like the trailer and everything too. For sure. Mm -hmm. They actually, um, I don't know if you saw this. Like a week ago, they leaked. Like somebody had gotten a hold of these toys early. Like somebody had gotten. I don't know if like a Walmart put them out by accident or what it was, but um, somebody had gotten their hands on a bowser one which isn't in this tweet but the bowser is like a fire breath bowser or something and i don't know exactly how it works but like you can make smoke come out of its mouth like steam so i don't know if you like put water in it like i don't understand how that works like where's the steam come from i don't know <laughs> you know is it like baby it's super like weird. baby powder smoke like comes out i don't know <laughs> yeah you just load them up with baby powder Maybe. and just but you you like push a button and it glows red and like the smoke kind of billows out of his mouth and it looks kind of like fire mm. and it's cool. Yeah. But I don't understand the mechanics of it. I'm just, did you guys put like a heating element in it? Like, I don't understand what's happening with this. No. So I don't know. I'm curious about that, but, but I, you know, but I'm, ex yeah, like you, I'm just kind of excited for more Mario movie merch. Oh, for sure. I just want the Mario movie merch. I just, <laughs> I think we're just ready for the movie, but like we'll settle for merch yeah. until the movie comes out. I think that's really what it all comes down to. It's like it's close. When, when is it again? Three months and change. April fourth, I think. Fourth. Okay, I knew it was yeah. April. Um, April fourth or seventh or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we're close. speaking of things coming close, reminder, you, audience, people watching, listening. You have one more week to get the Murford and Sean's t-shirt from the merch store. It's the final countdown. It's the final. Locklet's watching. the final week. I'll remind you guys again next week when we do the show because it'll technically still be up and you can still order, but you have a week. You're on it. 31st of January. And then it's. You're on notice. Snatching it down. Like I have, <laughs> I have a reminder on my calendar. It's just. 
snatching it off. I, I'm imagining you. I'm imagining <laughs> you right now. T- Tim asks if there's a link. Yes, Tim. I'll, I'll drop the link here in the chat. Uh, bit.ly slash CPG merch. Um, I'm imagining you rolling out of bed at 11.59, like in a robe, <laughs> the whole like cucumbers on and everything, and just be like, ah, time to take this down. Like the alarm goes off and you just like march to your computer, furrowed brows, and just take down that shirt, man. You say like I'll be in bed, like I'll still be awake. <laughs> like, I'll be just <laughs> done with like the Nintendo post show. I'd have been watching something for like an hour. I was like, ah. But you're right. I'll have this cardigan on probably. And I'll be like, it's time. <laughs> this very cardigan? Yes, this very cardigan. <laughs> removing it. Hey, removing Matthew it. Matthew Buckley says, watching my first live Nintendo drive after almost two years of being a silent patron. <laughs> love the show. Thank you very much. We love you. Yes. Thank you for coming um, in. Yes. Welcome on in, man. So we So we have that going on. You're on notice. Get your Murford and Sean shirt before you lose the chance. Um, there was a, and maybe this is something, maybe we should just use that merch segue, uh, to tackle this. Who was it? It was from JB, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. This merch question. Yeah, here it is. Purple monkey, JB. (laughs) That threw me off. I was looking for JB, but it's purple monkey. Yeah. Yeah. It says, uh, yo, yo, JB. I've had this question for a minute, but I keep forgetting to ask what are other avenues you wanted Nintendo, uh, or sorry, what that. I got it all mixed up. What are other avenues you would like to see Nintendo do that isn't video games? For example, I've always wanted Nintendo to manufacture clothing that is similar to the clothes in Splatoon. And I don't mean a t-shirt with a dumb logo. I mean, full-blown jackets, hoodies, and hats from these in-game Splatoon brands. I also want vinyl because, you know, why not? What do we want from Nintendo, man? I want it all. I want to throw my money at them. Like, I just want, like, take my money. Take it. Yeah. I am willing. My yeah. body is ready. Take my money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the I don't know if y'all noticed the thumbnail. Like looking at the thumbnail that you made, Seth, with like the Splatoon characters. Like I'm with JB. That jacket. That that it's jean fire. jacket slash I guess it's like a hoodie jacket put together like in different like almost like a quilt. That looks pretty good. Those tennis shoes. I know they did like a thing need... with Puma, but that's different. Like it's not. Yeah, yeah. They, they've done some collaborations. They did like, um, I think Black Milk Clothing in London or whatever did like a Animal Crossing and a Pokemon and a Zelda line or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but like, yeah, like why? I don't understand. Th- this always annoys me so much about Nintendo is like the the amount of industries they could be in. Like it, they could literally make so much more money than they are now because Nintendo fans are so rabid. It's like, if you just give us this stuff to buy, we'll buy it. Like there, there are people who are hungry for this stuff who, if you had like Splatoon clothing on the rack, people would absolutely buy it. Um, the vinyl thing that JB shouts out is very near and dear to my heart because this drives me crazy in particular with Nintendo they won't even redistribute their own music, let alone vinyl. They'll take down somebody like Gilva Sunner, who's just harmlessly uploading their, and not even like monetizing, just like, just harmlessly re-uploading music from Nintendo games because Nintendo won't do it themselves. Yeah. 
and they, you know, and they, uh, they copyright strike that and let's never put it anywhere. And yeah, you're just going to have to deal with it. I mean, how quickly did these like Pokemon Squishmallows like sell out, like to the point where what an hour later and they were gone, like 30 minutes later, they were gone. 30 minutes. And like, that's how hungry we are, y'all. It's not just the Squishmallow fans that went for these. Like Seth was too busy. Doing something else. Making a stupid video. <laughs> about, yeah. about some track of Mario. About my stupid feelings. <laughs> stupid yeah. tree. <laughs> <laughs> the dumb tree. <laughs> that he unfortunately missed out on the Gengar one for, for now. They're supposed to come to Walmart and that's a whole nother yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, like how hungry are we for all of this like Nintendo merch? Like quality Nintendo yeah. merch. Like, this is a quality Even, Squishmallow. Like, not everything is great. Like, I've got some generic right. Animal Crossing t-shirts that are Nintendo, you know, licensed. And I want I want something with a little pizzazz. Put in a, I don't know, a, I think I mentioned to you, like a, a, a pizzazz. Little, little something. A little something. A little taste. Yeah, just a little yeah. taste. Something makes it the best, you know? Uh, yeah, a little. <laughs> do like an artist contest, like where they, you know, have a bunch of artists, yeah. like, I don't know, send in their in their interpretations of like Mario, of Luigi, of Animal Crossing, of Splatoon, of these things, and have them pick out like maybe their top, you know, AAA games that are doing well, Kirby, at, when it comes out, like have a release yeah. of decent t-shirts that are made from, you know, great artists in the community that just love Nintendo. Like I just, I want it, I want more than this generic stuff that they throw at us yes i'll still buy generic like i am a fool i know (laughs) but like i want more i want more and the vinyl thing too like the people that did cold to the lamb did it right they've they've released vinyl they've released t-shirts they've released plushies i'm i'm supposed to get my plushie in like next week that i ordered for cult of the lamb uh that's they just did it right they they're they're not afraid to release the stuff they know that people will buy it. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. Yeah, and <laughs> I am too. Well, well, and the, the counter argument to this is they have like super Nintendo world or whatever. That's going to have a lot of this stuff. It's going to have a lot of plushies. And when I want you to go to the theme park, I get it. But like something like vinyl in particular and the music, like there's just like, man, there, there's so much there. Like the amount of Nintendo vinyl that I would own if they sold it to me is ridiculous. Like I, I just, and even, even like beyond that, it's like, just make this stuff available. Even just on Spotify, when you have a game come out, put the soundtrack, it's not uncommon for other people to do this. You know, studios like Capcom are really good about this. People care about Nintendo music, like really, really care about it. Um, yeah, it, the music thing really does frustrate me a lot. And Salt on the wound, because the thing about the Squishmallows is that's the Pokemon company, yeah. right? That's their yeah. whole thing. It's not even like Nintendo proper. Um, the Pokemon company, like the day after the Gilva Center thing happened last year, put up this like Pokemon Diamond and Pearl like website or whatever, where anybody could use the music for free. You could use it if you're ma- if you're like a content creator. You could use the music, whatever. They didn't care. And then they took that down. So it's like, my God, like what, like Nintendo and their music, it's like so ridiculous. Like they did that Kirby anniversary concert and they had it for free on YouTube and then they took it down 
and then re-released like they really months later they put it back up i believe baffling yeah like why baffling. for what for what nintendo for what yeah it's upsetting man <laughs> i get really mad and i think about this stuff oh, God. but uh but yes give us those splatoon clothes though we deserve that let us be great nintendo yes. let us be great let us throw <laughs> our money at you like please i beg i plead like what 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 do i need to do <laughs> who do i need to call aye, aye, aye. Oh goodness gosh. gracious well we've had a lot of questions that have come in. Yeah, we got a lot. So so many. So I'm gonna just, I'm gonna start off like small. So the Winter Gamer asked, "Who is the best fox in video games playable on Switch?" And I'm trying to think of mm. fox games. That's kind of my. I love foxes, and so if there's a fox yeah. game, I'm all here for it. Endling was my downfall. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> that's kind of part of the reason I got it because it's foxes. <laughs> But I would not advise if you have like a heart for animals and don't want to see anyone no. unalive themselves, do not buy Out. Endling because you will cry. <laughs> I'm not. Can't do it. I, I have it physical. Like I bought it physical. Like I found it in store. I was like, dang it. Why did I do this? Why did I do this to myself? I just want to be in pain. So that's a bad example. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm out on Endling. You know, there are a few that come to mind immediately. Um, so Tunic yeah. is the obvious one. Um, and I, I, I like Tunic a lot despite itself. Uh, the, the other one that comes to my mind, have you ever played a uh, super lucky's tale? No, but I've heard of it. I've seen pictures of him. He's, he's, he looks really cute. It kind of reminds me of, yeah. um, what does he look like? Kind of almost like tails from Sonic, like kind of that style. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He looks really cute, but I'm no, I've never played it. It's a really good game. It's, it's a cutesy little, you know, Fox kind of like, um, Kind of like a Mario 3D world kind of thing. Um, that's on Switch. I, I really recommend that. I, I like that game a lot. Um, yeah, it's called New Super Lucky's Tale, as everybody's uh, <laughs> pointing out in the in the chat. Uh, because they they had Super Lucky's Tale, and it was actually an Xbox, I believe, exclusive when it first came out. And then they added some new content to it. It's on Switch now, New Super Lucky's Tale. Um, really good. And then also just like, I mean, you know, Star Fox 64 is on Switch technically too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that game is real good. A game. That's a real good game. A game that I was thinking of. It's more smaller and I haven't played a whole bunch of it, but it has a fox edit and I, I did enjoy that game. Uh, Spirit of the North I played and you're oh. this like fox and you're just trying to basically traverse through this area, basically like a puzzle type of game. Mm -hmm. um, you're finding like staffs and all this and what you can raise in lower water. It's a whole thing. But you have the spirit that follows you, which is the spirit of the North. So I, I like that game. I highly recommend it. And it's on Switch. And if it's on sale, I say pick it up for sure. Sale? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if we, that'd be cool. If we, I, if we want to talk Red Pandas, Akka is the go-to. Go-to. Yeah. Akka got patched too. A oh, lot of the, yes. the problems that people were having it did get a patch. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to try and play it again because um, I did get stuck and I was like, I couldn't move like I was it was like broken for yeah. me so maybe it maybe it's fixed itself it probably is at this point yeah. they, they've I, I think they still have some work to do but um but I, I heard it got patched um yeah I, I I would say if I had to pick just one I'm gonna I think new super lucky's tale is the move I think that's the move I'm, I'm gonna recommend that new super lucky's tale good game <laughs> oh man there's so many like fox games endling is not endling is not 
Yeah, that's not the move. You don't want to cry. Spirit of the North. Go with that one. There you go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm like going through, like, we have had so many questions, but I'm trying to go through some of the... Yeah, what do we got? <laughs> love, what do we got I love here? how you put Bowser's... Okay, let me just... Let me just Shout out Bowser here again. I love how you put Bowser's question in here, which it's a question. <laughs> is it really a question? <laughs> yes. So if I mean it doesn't have an answer, but it's a question. <laughs> I don't know if we mentioned this in the actual show or if it was a post-show thing, but uh Who we knows? always mention in the actual Nintendo Drive, like, oh, we should mention that, you know, blah 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 in the post show, like that we record directly after this show. Um, so if you're a patron, you have access to that you're welcome yes you're welcome <laughs> so Val's question is who is in charge of taking notes for the save it for the post-show topics and I'm, i agree with you seth your response in the discord was you act like we're that organized or something to that effect like yeah. you act like <laughs> yeah. any of us are actually gonna take notes ain't nobody taking those notes ain't nobody taking those notes ain't nobody got time for that we say it and we throw it out there, but it's just just like everything else that we say. We throw it out there and it gets whisked away yep. into the conversational void and we forget it as soon as we say it. And you know what? I think that's part I would like to think that that's part of the charm. Yeah. Is that if we if we say that something is going to be saved for the post show, it almost certainly won't be. And I think that if there's any certainty in this life, there is that. That is so true. <laughs> that is so true. So if anyone that's actually watching the live if you want to gladly be that volunteer and then just dm it to me in discord you can gladly do that otherwise we're not we're probably gonna forget it'll be all right by the time we we'll get forget. to that point it will be forgotten <laughs> we'll make it my pigeon brain cannot thousand percent so i i don't know i don't know if we're gonna mention anything like that i mean that's the thing we we, we never know what's gonna come out of our dumb mouths before it does well i forget <laughs> i forget what all i say in the post show until i listen to it again Easy. the next day it's like a fever dream i forget everything so fugue state we have fun though y'all we have fun we have fun here we do we have fun here we have fun here <laughs> Isn't there a couple, you know, especially since uh, Sean isn't here, I think we have a couple of Kirby questions. This just sort of worked out. Like, didn't this just kind of weirdly work out that we got all these questions and two of them, I think, are Kirby questions? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Um, let's, uh, so I've got in front of me here, Kevin's question, oh, yeah, yeah. uh, which is, which is Kirby related. He says, hello, you wonderful people. Now that Fire Emblem is out 12 hours in so far, it's okay. Uh, when do we start the hype train for Nintendo's biggest release of the year? Kirby's return to dreamland deluxe. I asked because I went to my local GameStop to pre-order recently and they had no idea Kirby was even coming out. How can we correct this travesty? We're doing it right now. I am Kevin. I'm upset. Like I I kind of yeah. I kind of can if that's actually like a true statement, like I don't know, Kevin, if that's actually true, like they are like they've actually forgotten that it's even coming out. Ah, oh, that's upsetting cuz Kirby, I I'm like excited about it. I actually have it in my list of like things that are coming out soon. I haven't pre-ordered yeah. it yet, but I should um cuz I am excited about it. Just, just to see it. what it looks like on Switch. I'm sure it'll be pretty, just like, you know, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, but in, in a little slightly different way. But yeah, I can't believe that your GameStop didn't even know. Didn't even know. But at the same time, yeah. like, I don't think I've seen a lot of discussions like on Twitter or any of these other spaces, like mentioning or reminding me that it's even coming out. Like, I feel like, 
I feel like there should be a little hype there and there's not. And I, I, yeah. I kind of feel the same for Tears of the Kingdom in a way. Like Tears. Yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. I'm hearing <laughs> I'm hearing more hype for that from like my friends that are excited for the game sure. versus like people on Twitter. But I guess because there's just so many games coming out that maybe when we get closer to the date or whatever people will be more excited or you'll see, you know, the reviews will start coming out or whatever those early like access things and previews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe that's why. I don't know. I don't know. It's a travesty. I'm upset. <laughs> Adam, it's tearing up my kingdom when I'm with you. I love that so much. <laughs> that's the best comment of all time. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, um, you know, I do feel like it's getting swept under the rug a little bit. And I think we are going to see it at the February 8th slash 9th Nintendo Direct. That's absolutely uh, absolutely going to happen because hashtag Seth was right. That is going to happen. My prediction will come true. Um, I think we'll see it there. Uh, and they have been kind of slowly revealing new information about it um like new copy abilities and stuff mm. like that they had the sand ability they revealed uh we already know there's like a mech ability in the game so yeah there's there's some new stuff it's worth being excited about it's a good game it was good on Wii and um yeah I'm looking forward to it if you play co-op you can play DDD so oh that's true and Sean uh dis- disagrees year. he says that the direct will be announced tomorrow just wait. No, it's not. <laughs> he says, just no, wait. it's not. Just wait. It'll be tomorrow. Get out of here. This is the, Get out of here. It's the only reason Sean's upset that he's not here because he's like, he wanted to probably talk about that on the show. So you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome, yeah, Sean. I did it for, for you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, man. I firmly believe February 8th or 9th. That's what that's that I firmly believe it. Uh, Presto the Magnificent asks, what new copy abilities would you like to see in Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe, the best game of 2023? I don't know. I always get so. stuck on like the sword is my favorite copy ability. Like yeah. this is like if I can just be this, I would prefer. But like, I don't know. I don't know. I have I don't know if I have an answer. Yeah, it's it's new copy abilities. Yeah. I don't know. Um. But but in terms of like I there there are a few that I've always liked in Kirby's past. Can't remember if it was in Triple Deluxe or Planet Robobot, but one of them has like this poison like copy ability where uh you have just this like just this like fountain of like poison coming out of Kirby's head and he can like lean his head and just shoot like poison goo. It's, isn't there it's really cool. isn't there one where he can be like a volcano? Like is that the yeah. N64 version where if he sucks up like rock and fire he's like a volcano and it's like that too like you can aim it totally um i liked that one one that came to mind that i would not want to have and i keep thinking of like kirby and the crystal shard one is you could be an arrow like a bow and arrow i hated that one it was like a fire i think it was fire something to that effect but it was like a bow and arrow i could never control that thing like leave that away like let that stay (laughs) In the past, in that game. Crystal Shards, man. That, that's got those, like, body horror copy abilities where Kirby just becomes this, like, disturbing homunculus yeah. of whatever. <laughs> like, and I don't know if it's, like, some of those, like, joint, like, combining two together and it just didn't make sense or it was just something completely wild. That was my only, like, qualm with that game was some of those were just not for me. Yeah. Not for Top me. Top tier DDD design in that game, though. That, that necklace DDD, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. And they have 
So we got Necklace Dedede in Forgotten Land, and they have redesigned Dedede in this game to be Necklace Dedede. Oh. So, so it seems like... So is this like a... Is this like a spinoff or a continuation like of another one? It's a port. A port, okay. It's, it, yeah, it's... So the one they did on Wii... So they did um, Kirby's Return to Dreamland was the Wii entry, and it was very much like kind of kind of following in the footsteps. Do you remember on Wii how they had... um. That that Super Mario Brothers Wii with the red box and everything, mm-hmm. and like that that's like one of the best selling Wii games. Everybody was playing it. Um, this was kind of Kirby's version of that, like the very co op centric, and it was kind of like a reboot for Kirby. Um, and that was kind of the groundwork that took us into Triple Deluxe, Planet Robobot, Star Allies. Like it's very much in that kind of vein, like the two D Kirby. Yeah. Um, so if you like Star Allies, you're probably going to like this. Okay. Um, and, and so this is a port of that game, but they've, you know, they've remastered it. It has a new visual style to it. I don't know if they've added, like, they've added new mini games, but I don't know beyond that, like, how much more content is actually going to be in it. But it's it's a very good game. It's worth your time. Kirby mini sure. games have always been, like, my favorite, like, more so. Top tier. Same with, like, the Pokemon Stadium, like, mini games. Like, I would rather yes. play those. I don't know what it is about those mini games, but uh, I loved uh, Kirby Star Allies. Like I did like a list or whatever yeah. that was high on my list of favorite Kirby games on Switch. Um, but that's probably why I didn't know about that Kirby because I don't think you're gonna like I don't it. think we had that when when my parents had the Wii. Like we had the more generic like Wii Sports and stuff. So. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to see. You'll you'll like it. You'll like that one. And it's and again, great for co-op. I think you can do up to four player co-op. They didn't go back and add in like online co-op, which is a little unfortunate, but still local co-op. I, I'm 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 gonna force my wife to play with me <laughs> because if you play single player, you can only play as Kirby. Oh. But if you play co-op, you can play as D to D. So that's or why you're gonna have or, her play like first yeah. player and you can play as D to D. That way I can play as D to D. That's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The underlining like thought process there. Like we have to play together because I can play D to D. Yep. Thousand percent. That's exact. Kevin's with me. That's what's happening. <laughs> oh my God. Y'all. Y'all. Kevin. Too much. Too much. What do we have in here? What's say. What's next? Oh, maybe this actually kind of ties mm-hmm. into this a little bit. That's what I was have about. you ever gone through a lull? of being a Nintendo fan. I grew this is from Dan from Canada. Uh and they say I grew up with NES slash Super Nintendo and N64. Got really into PS2. So I kind of missed the GameCube and GBA era before Wii Twilight Princess hype brought me back. And essentially Wii U somehow as that's when I started listening to podcasts. Uh, I've since gone back to GameCube and GBA games, but don't hold much nostalgia like others have for that era. Have you ever been in a Nintendo lull? So I'm just in a generic gaming lull. Like there's a Mm. big span of time between um, probably in the time that I was in high school, maybe. And then when, like when I was in college, I didn't play like any games whatsoever. So I kind of agree with some of this. So like I have a GameCube now, so I don't have that nostalgia, but I did have like an N64 when I was younger and I still have that one. So like I'm more on the N64 is better side because sure that's my nostalgia. We got Kirby N64 on there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and then Game Boys, I had, we had those growing up, but I didn't have like the, the Game Boy Advanced or um, what is it? 
the DS, the initial DS things. And like, I didn't have a 2DS yeah. until I was out of college. So it was probably like eight years ago, six, six, mm-hmm. six, seven, eight years ago. I don't know. Time is irrelevant. Um, but I was out of college <laughs> and I bought a 2DS for myself. So there's a huge span of time. And so like now I'm going back and getting like the GameCube and we just bought a Wii uh, a couple weeks back and, you know, buying some games from those. So for some of those, like I, I did have a Wii, like my parents did, but yeah, it was we didn't really have a lot. So like a lot of those games that people like really rave about, like I did, mm-hmm. we didn't have because we didn't have all the games. We just had like Wii Sports. So we're now getting those. So I'm I'm getting a new type of nostalgia for them, I guess. Nice. Yeah, I I I don't know that I've ever had a huge lull. I mean, there were definitely time I've been a Nintendo fan my entire life. Um, they've always kind of been my safe harbor, but there were definitely times when I played other stuff more. Mm-hmm. Like, um, there was definitely some times where I um I, I would be spending most of my time on 360, Xbox 360, or PS3, especially in the uh, end of Wii, beginning of Wii U era. We were just kind of starving as Nintendo fans on the Wii U. Uh, I, I actually like the Wii U quite a lot, um, but there just they there just wasn't that much. Like, in terms of actual games to play, there wasn't all that much. Um and it wasn't like now where you get you're getting a new first party Nintendo game like practically every month. Like you were fighting for scraps back then. So uh so I was basically just playing my 3DS and you know everything else was, you know, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, whatever. Um so that's probably the biggest lull I've ever had. The DS and Wii era is very very precious to me. That's by far my favorite era of Nintendo. Um I love 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 that era. Um, but, but yeah, I've, I was, I would say that I was primarily a Nintendo gamer, like all the way through until that time, kind of like Wii U era. Then I fell off a little bit and now I'm back to being primarily a Nintendo gamer. Mm. So and I, that was kind of my journey. Yeah. I kind of, uh, I'm in that same realm too. Like in high school, like I still gamed, but it was mm-hmm. more PlayStation. It was more PC gaming. Cause my dad had like the. He was, my dad's always been super into technology, specifically computers. And so he's always wanted like the highest tech, like what's the latest, what will run like the best games. And like, he never gamed. Like (laughs) it wasn't even for him. Like, I think he just, I don't know. He's just super into. That's how my uncle is. He's so into technology. My dad stays so up to date on stuff. Now he's still cringe. He's still a dad. Um, <laughs> even without the dad joke books that Sean Capri has, but <laughs> he was just, so we did PC gaming, World of Warcraft, those types of things and like PlayStation yes. and like we had a three uh, Xbox 360 as well. Um, mm-hmm. and so I would play here and there, like in between when my brother would let me, cause he was more so of the gamer than I was. But as an adult, like I prefer Nintendo because of the handheld aspect of it. Yeah, totally. Cause I don't know. Right I just, I would you. rather play with the thing like in my face, like at all times. In my yeah, face. Yeah. I'd rather just be like this. Reading fire yeah, emblem. At yeah, all times. Upside down even. Yeah. Even, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Upside down. Yeah. Look, I can't even. Yeah. I had it sitting here. That's how, how pro gamer I am. I'm not I am. even mad. That's how pro gamer I am. I'm not even mad. That's just impressive. 
true pro gamer true. here playing upside down Although celeste played have you played upside down no i don't think so <laughs> i guess not i guess you aren't really a pro gamer if you haven't played it upside down oh my god holy but cow. i prefer handheld okay. so nintendo's my Agreed. sweet spot for that for sure Agreed. we also have like fire emblem engage like questions as well yeah and, like i'm not yeah there was... i haven't picked it up and i don't have plans to pick it up same i know mm-hmm. you played like what Three houses, is that what it's called? Three, yeah, two? Yeah, I played three houses for a little while and I couldn't read it. So then I stopped playing three houses. Um, I forgot so you couldn't was... read it your old eyes. <laughs> yeah, that, that was what happened. Um, so yeah, there, there, but but I do like Quagmire here um, who did have like, I think Engage, you know, they, they've decided to pass on Fire Emblem Engage as well. Mm-hmm. But they say, um, I decided to jump into my backlog, but wasn't inspired to keep at it. I proceeded to start New Game Plus of Xenoblade 1, because, of course. Um, and I'm loving revisiting one of my favorite releases from 2020. My proposal is we detonate our backlogs, as it just adds pressure to finish games. If we really wanted to play these games, we would have done it already, and they wouldn't be heaped into this backlog. Let's just play what we want to play. Thoughts? so i have like a play what you want i don't know it's like a a double-edged sword for me it's like i've always been the the realm of play what you want like that was basically my whole persona last year was i'm just gonna play like who cares if all i'm playing is animal crossing but like as the year progressed like i was playing more indie games and like playing you know other games and now playing more difficult games uh quote-unquote difficult games um so I don't know because like I, I want to my aspect now is I just want to finish something because like that's <laughs> right. I just keep starting. <laughs> Can I just do that? I just my channel is very prone to playing the first hour, hour and a half of a game totally. and sharing it with, you know, those that follow me over there um, and then never playing it again. Like all I've played is an hour, hour and a half into a game and then I never touch it again. Even if I really, even if you like it, even if I really loved it, like Akka, like the only thing that stopped me on that one was the bug, unfortunately. But Mm -hmm. some of the others, like I did like a whole cozy week, like the last week of December where I played a game every day or I at least uploaded a game every day. And I'm actually going back. Like I played Carto. I played a little bit of those games that I played then to hopefully finish something because like i just i want that i want that like you know checking that box off my list of sorts um that i completed something i don't know and like one of my uh goals and i use goals lightly uh this year is to finish like fully complete 12 games so like a game a month i think it's game a month i think it's possible have have yeah. I completed one in January yet? No, don't look at me. <laughs> you got a few more days. Don't look at me. <laughs> Maybe this weekend. We'll see. So I need to just pick a game and finish it because I need I I want to at least finish twelve games. So I don't know. It's a double edged sword. Like play what you want, yes. But then again, I also I I want to finish that backlog. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I get it. I mean, um I'm I'm sort of of two minds on this. You know, it's funny. Um Justin Masson at the Nintendo Dads calls it game sampling. He's like, I'm a game sampler. Yeah. Like, I don't play games, I just sample. Yeah. And uh, I can definitely relate to that, especially um, when you want to cover stuff for your channel or whatever, too. Like, and you and you want to, like, 
you know, you want to cover the most and, and like let people know about these games and stuff like that. So there's definitely an added kind of you're, you're as a content creator inherently, I think increasing your backlog, like all the time. Uh, but at the same time, Sean made a good point actually in the chat. And he said, I finished nobody saves the world because it was in my backlog and I'm glad I finished it. Um, and I think that there is something about having, even though I do agree with the sentiment of like, let's play what we want to play. I do feel like the, um, the concept of having a backlog and having like that intentionality to go back and actually finish something that you want to finish. Like, I think you can kind of have something in the middle, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Something, something that exists of like, this is what I want to play, but the reason I want to play it is because I want to finish it. Mm -hmm. You know, so, um, and actually John 32 here in the chat says, shout out to backtrackers incentive to finish a game a month, basically great point. Yeah, That's a great point. Um, and backtrackers is a great, this has been a great Avenue for me. Um, because there are games that I would have completely missed if not for backtrackers and games that I'm like, when Marcus picked citizen sleeper, which is the game we're playing for backtrackers right now, we're meeting next weekend, um, for that. Um, when Marcus picked that, I was like, oh, great. Like I finally, I wanted to play this. It was on my backlog and now I'm playing it and I beat it and I loved it. You know what I mean? And that happens all the time with backtrackers. So that's definitely, uh, we, we already have the solution quagmire. It's baked into the carpool gaming community already. It's called the backtrackers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Greece was a great one that I finished for the backtrackers. Yes. I was upset. Yes. I was upset with you, Seth, by the way. You and Eric, Why? you and Eric pronounced it incorrectly on All In. Eric pronounced and it incorrectly. And then you also did. Yes, you did. No, yes, I didn't. I did. said Greece. Nope. <laughs> oh, said, roll back the tape. Roll it. Roll back roll the tape. It. I'll have to. I'll have to roll look back it. at that. <laughs> I remember. I do remember him saying Gris uh -huh. at one point. Uh -huh. I do remember that. You might have. And sometimes I think you were gonna <laughs> say it right, but you just, you just said it really exactly like he did and i was like i don't believe you i was like Seth? i don't believe you but i i will say sometimes with that guy you just gotta let him do his thing you just gotta <laughs> let him roll well that's fine um, he you could just let him roll but, but i was i was disappointed yeah. you know what i was disappointed i can't <laughs> i can't believe that i'm gonna have to was this on the latest episode yeah. i will go back and find I'm pretty it sure. Okay. i'm pretty sure I'll it was last it. weekend's <laughs> i'll find it I will find it. Believe me. <laughs> I'll be disappointed with myself if that's true. Oh my god. Watch it. Watch watch Holy me cow. be wrong, which won't be surprising, but I'm I'm pretty firm that I was right <laughs> because I was like I was listening. I cuz I hear it like I was like oh that's Eric said it wrong. I'm pretty and then, and I'm then pretty I, firm that I was right I was, should be on a shirt. And then I was waiting for <laughs> for Seth to say it. I was like up oh, up oh, he said it wrong too. Nope. Making it making mm, a mental note of it. All right. So really the only all reason right. I brought up the game so I could give you hell about that <laughs> we're killing sean sean says it hurts to laugh we're, we're actually killing sean slowly uh here in the chat not the razor uh, is this actually yeah not the razor plays i think this might be we've been going out of order here but i think this might be our final question it is here from from drellish okay drellish says question for the week what forthcoming rpg in 2023 should a playstation boy rather play on a switch this year last year it was xenoblade chronicles 3 and i loved it being my runner-up to my goatee what is lurking on the horizon and will uh, and will give tears of the kingdom a run for its money um hmm 
That's an interesting question because I'm not like some huge, I feel like this would be a better question for the RPG cave or something. Cause I don't think either of us are big, huge RPG people. I play some, like I play them every now and then. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know if, uh, I, I don't know if I have anything off the top of my head. I'm trying to even think I would of... have said, well, I, I would have said like, uh, I know they're doing that remaster of Tales of, of Symphonia pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look, can I call theater rhythm Final Fantasy bar line? Can I call that an RPG? It's kind of an RPG. It's a Final Fantasy game. Play that. Just play theater rhythm. There you go. <laughs> I don't know if you would like that. It's a rhythm game. Is uh, Octopath um, Traveler 2? Yes. Very I've much so. I've heard people yeah, hype that call. up pretty well. I'm, I literally just Googled. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, RPG <laughs> games. What's a good RPG? Um, yeah, Octopath's a good call. Um, Here's... It's kind of like a classic. Is this yeah. coming to Switch? I think so. What is it? Oh, I'm going to butcher the name. And Ryan's going to be upset with me. Um, Go for it. Atelier Riza. <laughs> Three. Alchemist Atelier. of the End and the Secret Key. <laughs> I think it's better than whatever Sean said when you, when you drafted Sean it for could, Fantasy League. Sean couldn't even spell it. <laughs> Atelier. Is that coming to Switch, though? Did I Google yeah. this right? Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah. With Bayonetta Origins, is that an RPG? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider that really an RPG. RPG um, is such a a loose statement. I feel like I don't know. Ryan says good job, Lockless. So I guess you <laughs> nailed it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. I- yeah, I. You know, I. I. I think Octopath's a good call, and it's also weird because we're so early in the year, right? Mm-hmm. Like the we haven't had our we haven't had our February direct that's absolutely going to happen on February 8th or 9th. Um, we haven't had that yet. So we don't know a lot of the stuff on the horizon. A lot of the stuff that we know about is just in these first couple of months, yeah. you know? So I would say circle back, Drellish. Come come back to this one. Maybe keep Octopath Traveler 2 on your radar, especially if you're into old school RPGs, the Final Fantasy 6s of the world. If you're into that kind of stuff, then, then I would say keep your eye on that. But also just circle back once you get a little bit deeper into the year. Sean says play Live Alive. Live Alive is really good. I, I enjoyed that quite a lot. And it's pretty short. You can get through that game in like 25 hours. Fairly short. For an RPG, that's short, Was man. that the game that you like <laughs> hardcore like finish so that you could play Xenoblade oh, 3 yeah. last year? Yeah. You, like, you, yeah, that you, was ke- you oh. kept streaming it until you finished it, I'm pretty sure. I did like a, well, here's what happened. I did like a 10 hour stream of that game. I was like, we're finishing this game tonight. And the final, like the, the final like chapter of that game took me like four hours just by itself. Cause I wanted to get the true ending. I was doing all the little side God. stuff or whatever. Oh, it was rough. Ryan Turford shouts out Chained Echoes. I haven't played that. I've heard amazing things about Chained Echoes. A good friend of mine said like it, it might be his favorite game of last year. So Chained Echoes is a good call. Charlton Carter here in the chat says Suikoden remasters if you like old school RPGs. I've never played the Suikoden games, but um, my good friend Delroy is, uh, is a huge Suikoden 2, I believe, is his favorite game of all time. So those are coming too. So you got some stuff to play, Jellish. So I'm excited for Tears <laughs> of the Kingdom. And speaking of games like I need to finish, 
like here soon. I'm going to start up Breath of the Wild and actually finish it yes. before Tears of the King, Tears of the Kingdom comes out. Tears. Um, yes. Yeah, because that's like in May, May 12th. So I've got time, but if I don't start it in like February, then I'm probably never going to finish it. So are you going to start a new playthrough? I have are you to. Gonna do. Because, oh, yeah. well, it doesn't matter if I did or not, because I never got my glider. That's how far I got into the game. I've never, pl- really? I've never played Breath of the Wild, really. Wow. Yeah. So, like, I want to have my... That'd be a great I want to have, like, my... my yeah, that's what I plan on doing is to stream it and to have, like, my special time, like, playing it and, like, actually... Yeah. You know, because everyone wishes that they could... In Animal Crossing, everyone wishes that they could replay New Horizons from the very beginning. In Breath of the Wild, right. like fans are the same way. Like they wish they could play it very first off from the very beginning all over again. And so I kind of have that myself. So like I've seen other people play like in different random spurts, but like not very much of it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have my moment with it. Yeah, and plan to finish I it before uh, Tears of the Kingdom comes out. So it'll like it'll be like two back to back games almost of firsts of enjoyment for me. So I'm hopeful. <sighs> yeah, first time. That'd be so good. Ne- did not get very far. Uh, I'm excited for the uh, like the puzzles within the like towers and stuff too. Yeah, the little, there's a bunch of them. There's like 120 of those little shrines. Oh, Hundred. Um, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot, man. You don't have to hundred percent it or no, anything, no, no. but you could you could get through you could get through the game without doing that. It's real good. It's real good. I uh, I'm excited for you to play that. Yeah, because that is one of those like that's one of those games for Nintendo fans. Like if I could Matrix mind wipe myself and replay it for the first time, and you get to do that, yeah. man. How cool is that? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll start. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I'm I plan on doing it once I finish Lonesome Village, uh, in a couple weeks. Then I will start that on stream. So if y'all want to hang out with me, I will be doing that for sure. Yes. I- I'm going to need help probably. Like don't backseat game. Like if I ask for help, help <laughs> me. But like I have a feeling there's going to be some <laughs> random people that are, that are watching me yeah. seeing that I'm playing and, was, and will tell me the solution. So we'll see. Like I tend to not have a big audience when I stream. So I'm, I'm hopeful that. You will for that one. <laughs> you, y'all heard it here. Everybody watching in the chat right now, show up to Lockless Breath of the Wild streams. Don't backseat game, but show up. <laughs> show up, and then if you see my gears not turning, then please do help me. <laughs> Steam coming out of her ears. <laughs> I'm hoping this like Hollow Knight and Celeste and like all these other like hardcore games will. Uh, that will be like a cakewalk compared to those. Hopefully, we'll see. Yes. I don't know. I'm excited about it though. I'm I'm excited about it now. I want to see this. I have yet. Let's go. By the way, thinking back on like old like Nintendo Drive episodes that we've done, um, it was just Sean and myself. Seth, you were out for some reason. I don't remember what. Uh, but that was right after I played No Man's Sky. I have yet to return. Oh yeah. I have yet to return to No Man's Sky. I have yet. I have yet. But now now that I know how to land a ship, maybe I should return. But we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't shock me. I'm not surprised. Oh my god, I haven't returned to it. Maybe I'll add it to my difficult games series I'm doing. I don't know. Your pro gamer? Yeah, maybe I'll series, actually. Yeah. Maybe I'll just go straight hardcore mode in the game. <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> that is a recipe for failure. From like from like baby mode to like super hardcore, like I have to gather and like survive. That's one of the reasons mm-hmm. I don't like um what's that game called? Uh Don't Starve. Yeah. Terrible yeah. at that game. That's on my list. Stressful. It's on my list. But I haven't gotten past day one in that game in the past, so we'll see. I, I'm yeah. bad. Stressful. I'm terrible with survival games. I can't do it. Can't do it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm not about it either. There you go. SteamWorld Survival. Do do that. <laughs> Make me like survival games. Yes. <laughs> do that. Yes, there you go. Add your steampunk uh aura all over it and then we'll we'll actually play it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I guess we've hit everything. So my physical Yeah, we did it. My physical for this evening and Time for the physical. Yes, because I always show a physical. It's Sean's... Get ready for the physical. Sean's buzzword of the week. My physical tonight is <laughs> Donkey Kong Country Returns yes. on the Wii. And um, literally right before the show, my husband and I were playing it together. I was Donkey Kong. He was Diddy Kong. We got through the first two little levels uh, right before stream. So such a good game. Good I've never game. played it before either. So this will be a new one for me too. Good game. Yeah, the follow-up, Tropical Freeze, even better. Yeah, that's what I've heard. If you can get on Switch, mm-hmm. yeah, even better. So good. Man, what a game. I have to, what a game I have to add it to my wish list so I don't forget. I actually will probably buy it physical, to be fair. So maybe I yeah. can find it somewhere. I probably can't find it cheap anywhere, but I'll, I'll attempt. Yeah. I'll attempt. Yeah, don't don't get me started on that because they, they, uh, they, they did something kind of scummy with Tropical Freeze, so... They they released it at full price and then delisted the Wii U version, which was only twenty dollars at the time. So they were like, "Hey, come buy the sixty dollar one on Switch." So yeah, oh my god, that was, you know, Nintendo. Well, Seth, oh you, let me throw your money at at y'all, but also like stop. <laughs> yeah, Seth, where can where can people find you on the interwebs? I'm gonna on the what, interwebs. What long link are you gonna give us this evening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? So boot up your computer, type in your password to log into your account on your computer. Let it all boot up. Give it some time. You know, let it let it kind of figure <laughs> itself out for a second. But then open up your web browser of choice. Go into the search bar. Type in http colon slash slash www.twitter.com slash $2hero. That's where you'll find me. You'll find me here at Carpool Gaming. Um, you know, support us on Patreon where you can get the post show that Lockless and I are about to roll into. You want to do that? <laughs> and since uh, since Sean isn't here, uh, or at least not here on the actual show itself, he's been here active in chat the entire evening. Um, I'll add his little links. Uh, you can find Sean at twitter.com forward slash Sean Jar Jar Capri. Um, or you can find us at patreon.com forward slash Carpool Gaming. Or, you know, follow us in the Discord. You know, links will be down below. And you can find me at Lockleth here on YouTube or TWT on Twitter. But thank you all for hanging out with us for today's episode in the <laughs> Nintendo Tribe. <laughs> <laughs> bump that like button if you haven't already and fuel this carpool in the comments below with your hype levels for the new kirby game and what your favorite power will be when it comes release let us know yes thanks guys bye bye the nintendo drive is powered by the amazing people at patreon.com slash carpool gaming i want to thank you all so so much 
for your continued love and support, especially our ultimate producers, Robbie Bobby Miller. Please subscribe to Robbie Bobby's Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash Robbie Bobby Miller. Trucker Sloth, Tony Baker from Quest 4 Pixels. That's Quest number four pixels. Please subscribe to youtube.com slash Quest 4 Pixels today. Jonathan Brown, the new album from PMEs called Video Game Boy. It's available on Spotify and Apple Music. And Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. Links are in the show notes, so please show your love and support to our ultimate producers. But we can't forget about our platinum producers, Marcus McCracken and RJ Kern, as well as our gold members, Anna, Bowza, Cecily Carozza, Dallas Robbins, Drellish, Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, Jonas Young, Jose Jimenez, Marcus O'Neill, and Tim Paulin. Thanks so much for your love and support, guys. You're making the dreams come true. We love you right back. <laughs>